Hi everyone, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Musings of a Mind and a Fan podcast. My name is Paul, a regular host. It's been a while since I made a podcast and that's practically because of uh, the... There was really nothing to report about outside the signings of Lisandro Martinez and Christian Eriksen. And those signings came towards the end of the preseason and i would have loved to do podcasts on them but there's really not much to um talk about concerning these players and really it's not they're not signings one should really celebrate because um, for what we've seen so far um as regards the topic of discussion for today, which is um, our performance against Brighton Hove Albion, um, the signings were underwhelming at best. Um, they are not signings that will excite you. Um, Tyrell Malasia and Alessandro Martinez are relatively unknown to us, um, keen observers of the English Premier League or Champions League football. Of course, there might be people who notice them, but to be frank, they are playing in leagues that are considered farmers' league. And from their performance against Brighton, and they have a lot to do to catch up to the pace and um, quality and the standards required of players who play in the Premier League. They have not hit the ground running and. It's not like I'm blaming them for the loss to Brighton. Um, it's just that I'm trying to explain why I did not make a podcast since my last podcast whereby I talked about Tarek Malasia. Uh, so, in any case, I'm sure you guys have um, assimilated the results and uh, have moved on already. Um, this is all too familiar. Manchester United losing to Brighton by two goals to one at Old Trafford. Again, Manchester United um, failing to step up and I don't really blame the players because, you know, you cannot give what you don't have. The players are giving what they have, which is mediocrity. Uh, If after all we've been through the last uh, few years, we are still starting Bruno, McTominay, and Fred in midfield. Then we deserve whatever we are getting. That is just the reality. That is the reality of the matter. If Bruno, McTominay, in fact, McFred really is a big issue. Because we know Bruno has a goal threat in him. Even though his form has been poor for the past um, close to a year, his, he has been poor. He has been consistent, he has been wasteful, his passing has been dreadful, his shooting has been woeful. But we know he carries a goal threat. So he's he has you see he has credit in the bank and so he can get away with some of his poor performances. But McTominay and Fred, you can't say that for them. They cannot run or dominate a midfield and we saw it again playing out against Brighton, a much more organized team, well-drilled, better prepared, 
picking of Man U, picking their moments, scoring in the first half two goals, then defending stoutly and you know managing the game um, impressively till the game was over. We got a scrappy goal back, but that was not enough. We couldn't do enough. We couldn't step up to get an equalizer and get a victory. That shows you how poor this Man United team, if it was Liverpool or Manchester City trailing by two goals to one, you know that something is going to happen. You know there will be a comeback. You know you can almost smell it coming. You will see it happening. But Manchester United, if Ronaldo is not on his game or um, if teams don't buckle, or lose their nerve. That's it's all over for Manchester United. Man United on the first day of the season losing to Brighton. Is that it's shameful. Eric Ten Hag to me is is either naive or just stupid to be his first choice of a midfield will be McTominay Fred. And Bruno. Then coming to the defense, Maguire and Martinez, they have not played together for very long. I doubt if they've played together a full 90 minutes before yesterday's game. Why do that? Really? Okay, maybe he underestimated Brighton, or it's possible that the uh, Brighton was underestimated. Well, why would you? We've all seen what Maguire can do. We know Maguire's strengths and weaknesses. And we are playing a high line with Maguire in defense. How is that going to turn out? Maguire was exposed, brutally exposed by the pace of Welbeck and Co. He and Martinez were outpaced and exposed. And ultimately, we considered two goals in the first half. And... I don't understand. And you know what? I have to say this. We, my United fans, were in big trouble. We were in a mess. And as long as this club continues with the sentimental approach, um, playing certain players because of their nationality or because of their price tag or because of their status, we will not progress as a club. We will not progress. Eric Ten Hag, if he wants to save his job and if he wants to take Man United to the next level, he needs to look at the players he has and objectively play players who fit his who fit his system and who are competent to do a job. Eric Bai is quite fast. Rafael Varane is quite fast, or is quite fast as well. Eric Bayer and Rafael Varane are both quite fast, you know, fast defenders and can recover, you know, when um, balls are played behind the defense or when, you know, the, the midfield has been bypassed. But Maguire, a fast attacker, will dust him and leave him behind. And we can see how devastating it was against Brighton. It's not like Maguire played particularly badly against Brighton. Far from it. But we know his weaknesses. 
will continue to be exploited. He is a liability to Manchester United. And his assets, he's not even taking advantage of it. Yes, he may go, he may be good at passing the ball, you know, sideways passing, of course. And, of course, he may be good in the air. But he's not even using that his physical presence, you know, as a go-through anymore. It's all sloppiness, clumsiness, all rubbish. And it's disappointing. As long as Maguire cannot be dropped because he's the captain, we are in a big mess. I don't want to use the F word, but we're in a big mess. Really, that's just the situation of it. If Maguire cannot be dropped, how can Rafael Varane, a Champions League winner, a World Cup winner, talented central defender, being benched for Harry Maguire, a nobody? A nobody that only made someone by making him captain. And because Man United were stupid enough to pay 80 million naira for a fridge. How? Lisandro Martinez from the Dutch league are throwing him just like that into the Premier League and he was exposed because he's not even up to speed. He didn't partake in many precision friendly games. So you play a short devil to 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 man mark um Danny Welbeck. How is that going to work? We are going to take on Brentford next, I think, if I'm not mistaken. You play a short man against um Ivan Tony. They'll just be playing aerial balls. And you know Harry Maguire, he will he might not be he, he at a critical moment he might not be in the position to knock the ball out or to make a clearance. It's so it's so pathetic the situation of Manchester United. Um the performance was generally poor. It was not good enough. At the latter stages when we became desperate, there was some incision, um, incisiveness, but overall it was a disappointing performance. We didn't create too many chances. The ones we created, Rashford again, wasteful. How could he miss such a chance? Even though it was ruled offside, but I'm sure if if he had scored, Villa would have overturned the offside because I feel uh, Ronaldo was on was onside. Um, but again, I do not know. But whatever it is. Man United did not create enough chances to even get a draw, let alone winning the game. And you have to question Eric Ten Hag's selection and his tactics. We are trading 2-0 at halftime and the idiot made only one substitution um, as, as at... As at the time the um, we put one back, he had only brought Ronaldo on. Come on! And at, towards the end of the game, he was bringing idiots like Ganacho and Elanga. Please! This is Manchester United. This is not a precision friendly. He needs to wake up. I don't think he realizes that the Premier League has begun. Elanga and Ganacho to grab an equalizer. Really? Ganacho, how many games has he played for Manchester United? Elanga, this is when did Elanga become a game changer? 
or a super sub. These are distinctively average players who should be ideally should be on loan. But we vibed them because of their from the academy. Again, sentiments ruining the the or stunting the progress of Manchester United. Manchester United is a shambles, and we've all heard me say all these things before. It is nothing new, but it's still disappointing that at this level, Manchester United is still playing Fred. McTominay, Bruno. It is as if they don't realize the problem of Manchester United. One of the key problems of Manchester United, one of our biggest problems is, is that midfield. It's a poor midfield. Very poor. One of the worst in history. One of the weakest in the Premier League, if not the weakest. Because many teams dominate that midfield. That midfield is designed to counter-attack. We don't have players who can who are fast those days of trying to hit people teams on the break are gone we don't have um, a clinical rush road anymore Marshall is injured and is unlikely to start ahead of Ronaldo when Ronaldo returns to full fitness and if he chooses to remain at the club then Sancho is not particularly fast either he's a technical player so That team can only that midfield of Bruno, McTominay, and Fred can only do well if we are counter-attacking. If it's to dominate possession and to um, control the game, dictate the tempo of the game, that team or uh, that midfield is woefully in, um, inadequate or incompetent to achieve um, that purpose. So it's important that the club reinvests in that midfield the defensive midfield position is a weakness a gaping hole and we have refused to buy a defensive midfielder thinking McTominay and Fred had one off a one-off bad season I don't understand how we can have such a poor season last season and heads will not roll and our people will not be held accountable McTominay and Fred are one of the worst players to play in a double pivot but we still persist in using them i don't understand really you can't play those two together you can either play one and drop the other playing those two is always going to cause disaster of course there will be games that they will play and they will win it's not like we are injury plagued no far from it So it's a, a disappointing state of affairs at Manchester United. Now we've been linked with all manner of players after that defeat. Rabiot, Adrian Rabiot has been linked, and in fact, the report suggests that in principle we've agreed to sign him from Juventus. So it's now personal terms with us and the player, and whether the player will be willing to come to a club like Manchester United. The Manchester United, as it is now, is an unattractive prospect to any serious-minded player and that is the fact. Nobody will want to join Manchester United because, or that is, no serious player, no big player, no marquee signing will be willing to come to Manchester United unless you are paying him some kind of silly money, obscene money. Apart from that, I don't think any player worth his salt 
will come to Manchester United and you know have his um, career stunted because of a poor poorly run team. Eric Ten Hag has gotten his baptism of fire and he needs to begin to look at his team and begin to decide who is going to fit his style, who is going to give their best and who are not in his plans. Get them out so that we can be focused. Look at the defense. Yes, we all know our defense has been poor, but it's an average one which can be protected if we have good defensive midfielders. We don't have good defensive midfielders and so the defense is constantly exposed and so we concede a lot of goals. Now, we have Eric Bailly, we have Victor Lindelof, we have Rafael Varane, we have Harry Maguire. That is four defenders. Now, Eric Ten Hag assigned Lisandro Martinez. My expectation was he would be playing as a defensive midfielder. That's what I was hoping he would be. But apparently, Eric Ten Hag fancies him in the central defense. Now, we have players surplus to requirements. Why have In fact, we include Phil Jones which to my knowledge is still a member of Manchester United, then we have six central defenders. Why are we keeping six central defenders? That is not including Axel Tuanzebe. Axel, I don't even know where he is these days. We're not getting, we're not moving players on. We're not selling players, nothing. Why? We've only sold Andreas Pereira and loaned out Alex Telles brought in only three people. What are, what are those running the club doing? By now, we should have either sold Phil Jones or terminated the just contract. Eric Bay clearly is one of our best defenders, but he will not play because of obvious reasons. He's, he's obviously not, um, he doesn't have PR. He's African. He has a, a poor injury record in the past, but I dare say in the last one year, his record has been good. His injury record has been very good. I don't think he has been injured in the last one or two years or has any major injuries. So, any excuse, any, any the excuses that have been used to sideline him are no longer tenable in my opinion. He's one of our best defenders. He should be starting. But he cannot be he cannot be played ahead of Harry Maguire. This is the problem. If Rafael Varane is kept on the bench for long, I expect that he would put in a transfer request because this is a World Cup year. In fact, it will be too late because it, um, I don't see him leaving the club before um, the end of the transfer window, and the next transfer window will be in January. By then, the World Cup will be over. Rafael Varane needs to be playing if he hopes to get to the World Cup with the French team. So, yes, he has a, a poor injury record, but he's one of our best defenders. He should be playing. He should be playing with uh, the undroppable Maguire or playing with um, Lisandro Martinez or Eric Bailly. I don't understand why Eric Ten Hag is happy with having a bloated squad and not 
able to sell some players off, sell people off, send people on loan. Really, I don't. The club is poorly managed, in my opinion. John Motto, Richard Arnold are all idiots, failures. They are all jokers. They are not doing their jobs properly. We are being linked with all manner of idiots. Markanatovic, really, it a three-year-old at this level. Is that not desperation on their part? So, what what, what is the scouting network doing? Our scouting network is giving us a 33-year-old winger. Is that the level we have stooped to? What is our scouting network doing? It's just terrible. It's just terrible. I'm just it's the the results I know many my United fans are used to these terrible results from Manchester United and so do not um may not be upset or too surprised that we lost to Brighton. We've seen this happen over and over again. We lost to Watford last season, we lost to Brighton last season, we lost to Crystal Palace last season, we lost to Aston Villa last season. You have the same thing with beat Manchester United and Old Trafford on a good day. And that is what we have been, been we have decided to and some people are not thinking. Some people are angry with Ronaldo for wanting to leave. Some people are worried, more worried about the DJ's ball distribution. As if these are the issues um my United uh, or is what is making my United to lose games. People are f- pushing agendas, focusing on the minors, and not majoring on the major issues. We obviously need at least another attacker, be it a striker or a right winger. We need one more, at least one. Then maybe the judge like Elanga, Ganacho who is young and promising and um, what's the other guy Tai Chong maybe they can be cover Ahmad in games whereby we are coasting to we can bring them on and give them some game time you know it's it's surprising that Manchester United are not addressing the issues I don't know how much you signed I forgot well I forgot the the costs um, of Lisandro Martinez, but I don't think it was more than fifty million pounds or fifty. I think it was even of fifty million pounds, fifty something million, if I'm not mistaken. Eric, um, Christian Eriksen was for, was uh, we got it for free, and Tara Malasha we got him for less than fifteen million. So give or take, we've only spent seventeen million, and this is a team that needs needs serious investments. Especially in the midfield and in the attack, it's painful what we are. We actually need um, a cover for Diogo Dalot. Otherwise, we are back to Wambisaka. Wambisaka is not my United quality. We all know that he is good on the tackle, good one-on-one defensively, but going forward, he's a liability. 
and this is all Ole's fault. These are his legacy signings, signings that are causing problems even when he has left the club. Harry Maguire, the number one liability, undroppable. Why? Because he's an Englishman and he's a captain. And Eric Ten Hag is not bold enough to do so. Perhaps some idiot uh, in the board has told him that some players uh, represent something and, and therefore undroppable. Maybe that is what he has been told. Who knows? But really, if Eric Ten Hag wants to succeed at Manchester United, he needs to begin to get his selections correctly and play players that can move the team forward and not players like Harry Maguire um, who are liabilities to this club in my opinion he needs to be serious McTominay Fred he needs to drop one of those two if you can't drop the two of them outright if Eden Rabiot is signed fair enough I feel he's a better again I don't even I don't think he's a defensive midfielder I, I stand to be corrected but I think he's just another um, McTominay or Fred that is what he is freaking the young I don't think Man United will be able to get him I don't think so because um, people are watching the rubbish that is going on that is one and players like him will want to go to a team that is playing the Champions League welcome to a team that is not going to be in the Champions League and it's not like we are playing well to even pick his interest so these are the issues I hope things change but you and I know that if wishes were if wishes were horses beggars would ride so thank you all for listening to this podcast it took longer than I intended and that is because this is the rant um, thank you all for listening I will be back for well I'll be back after we take on Brentford hopefully we see a better performance and a good result for Manchester United. Thank you for listening. Do have a great one and bye for now.